Welcome to Pitch Talks. All right, we back for the next episode of Pitch Talks. Um, this is going to be a special episode. We got a special guest here. We got Francisco here. And uh, mm-hmm. you can go ahead and introduce yourself. We already know it's me and Dre. So go ahead. Yeah, my, uh, my name is Francisco. And uh, yeah, big, big soccer guy. Just uh, from growing up in Portugal to playing to uh coaching and just super excited to talk about some footy with you guys so let's uh let's get rolling yeah so what's up what's up man uh so how you doing dre man blessed and highly favored man it never changes blessed and highly favored um got a couple family things going on but we're gonna get through it don't want to go into too much detail about it but uh we don't get through it we blessed. Simple as that. <laughs> um, Chelsea could be Chelsea could be playing better. Obviously, I mean, hasn't been a great couple weeks for us, but uh, it is what it is, man. We go we gonna talk about what they can do to get better pretty soon, anyway. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great segue into our first first topic. We're gonna get I'll give it get a little bit of overview for everybody. We're gonna talk about <clears throat> teams. We'll talk about what. Changes we think they can make, decisions they can make, personnel, um, style of play, formation, whatever you want to, whatever we want to talk about, and then we'll go through each team, and then we'll have comments throughout. It'll be open discussion. Anybody will jump in throughout, and um, and then that'll be it. We're not gonna do a random topic. We're just gonna go straight through, and we'll just talk some um, some soccer. So, um, I'll let Dre start it off. Um, uh, talk about your boys, your Chelsea boys. Why not? Let me start it off. Uh, so we got exposed today. So this, uh, this is a great time to talk about it. Uh, we played against Arsenal. We gave up pretty much just counterattacking goals. Like people constantly just running through our midfield like it's not even there. Um, and then it just leaves our defenders exposed. But <laughs> overall, like I would I would put the blame on Tuchel this game because we had quite a few changes in our lineups. Um, and we had a couple people that just don't play consistent games for us play today. Um, and I think that inconsistency of them playing kind of just gave them a hard time. It's like, if you got a player that you want to sub in that doesn't play a lot, okay, sub him in with the rest of the starting lineup so they kind of get uh, used to it. But I think him putting in Sar, um, who else did he put in today? And I was like, okay, Christensen, who's played decent, but he's had a lot of injuries. Um, I think it was. I think those two were the biggest. And on top of it, I put in Ruben Loftus Cheek in the midfield. I don't. He's had some good games in the midfield, but I don't completely trust him in the midfield. Um, and I think that's what kind of lost us the game. But leading into our topic. And what I think Chelsea needs is, uh, I would say, two different things. The first being another defensive midfielder. Um, Conte is getting, like, I guess a little up there in age. Um, But even without the age, he just seems to be pretty injury-prone nowadays. So he can dominate games, like, five weeks in a row, but then he might be out for two weeks. And if you really look at our team, he's he's the only true like defensive midfielder we have. Like, arguably, he's the best in the world at that. But I think he's the only true one that we have. So 
when he's injured, like we really struggle in midfield to the point where it's like we almost have to change our formation when he's not there because he's that influential. Um, at least against stronger teams. Against stronger teams, like we got to play Conte. And if we don't play Conte, then we're kind of just in trouble. Um, and the other position, I guess it would be two, would be another left back slash left wing back or another right back slash right wing back. Um, I think it's pretty well known that since Chilwell went down and Reese James was dealing with his injuries, um, I think those injuries pretty much like knocked us out of the title race. Like it was a long shot for us anyway this year um, with Tuchel still coming in and still trying to implement and get the players that he wants. But I think early on in the season, we would have never been favorites, but I think everybody was like, okay, they got a chance to win it with the way we started off the season. Uh, but after the Chilwell injury and the Reese James injury, like it, it was, it was, yeah, we, we didn't have a chance. We really didn't have a chance. And it showed because we tried Callum Hudson and Doy, Christian Pulisic, Ziek, uh, most recently Ruben Loftus Cheek. Like we tried all those players at like left wing back or right wing back because Tuchel knows the system works, but we haven't had Chilwell and Reese James like healthy the whole season season in order to keep that system so Tuchel Tuchel definitely is stuck on his system and I can't blame him because it's done really well for us but we got to get some more support in those areas for when people go down yeah (laughs) my soapbox let let you guys comment (laughs) but yeah it's it seems like and obviously you watch more Chelsea games than than I do but yeah it's Chelsea earlier on they looked really good. They looked really strong, especially on paper. But as you get all these amount of games together, players start going down, you start getting tired legs. You start seeing that age, right? You start seeing where Tiago Silva can't play week in and week out, right? Where he can only play half a game here or he comes off the bench or has to leave early or you have to pick him for the appropriate, the appropriate games. And then also if your goal scorers aren't, scoring the goals right if you're paying 100 million for Lukaku and he's not putting the back the net you have to compensate for that right so then you change things up right so then you start putting Kai Havertz who's not a true striker up top and you start putting two attacking midfielders instead of the one and that's where maybe Conte or the rest of your back your back line gets exposed I feel like as players start going down or start not producing they've Chelsea's gotten exposed a little bit more. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts on your back line altogether? You know, you have Thiago Silva, who's old, older. <laughs> you have Rudiger, who's been linked to leave. Christensen linked with Barcelona. As uh, Cesar Azula Puerta, who's linked with Barcelona. Like, all these players linked with other clubs – who are you going to have? <laughs> or who do you uh, want? It's, it's uh, so it's actually, it's actually stressful to think about, honestly. Uh, I know, like you said, Tiago Silva's getting older. So he did sign another year contract. So at least we know we have him. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Aspie ended up signing for another year. But yeah, there's a lot of links with our center backs. So it's interesting. Like, I think 
that's part of the reason that you saw Saar playing today. I think he's going to be a legit left center back for us. Um, if we go to a back four, I think he can play the left center back role or the left back role. He's not really a big attacking threat, but he actually is solid defensively. I just, I would blame his mistakes today on just rust, just not playing because I literally just haven't seen him in months. And it's just, Tuchel hasn't been able to rotate him in because every game has been a big game and he's just been playing his best players, which you can't blame him for that. So, um, so he's one player, uh, but I don't know. I think it's really important for us to get our uh, owner in because I think ultimately, like if we can pay Rudiger something that he'll be happy with, he'll stay. But this game today, it really showed like how valuable Rudiger is because we got exposed and we gave up four goals and we don't give up four goals. If you start Rudiger, like he's, he's that important to our defense. So, and so we didn't start Rudiger or Thiago Silva and we got absolutely like hampered by Arsenal on the breaks. And it's just like, okay, these people are really, really important. So it's like, that's, that's definitely a position that we need to look at, but I guess as a whole, like we have them for this season. So progressing, like we definitely need to look at other defenders, but I guess I was kind of looking at like, what are our, what are our weaknesses right now? Because we still have those defenders. And I would say it's just the midfield and right back and left back. But yeah, I'm hoping the new owner gets in and can help yeah. make some of those decisions, man. Because because you're going to be left with no defenders. Be left with no defenders, man. <laughs> hey, we'll take them at United. Whatever you got, which doesn't matter. <laughs> you got any? You got any comments, Drew? <laughs> yeah, I have a, a different perspective on this. I would say. Um, okay. I will say that my view of how the season played out is a lot different than the way um, you viewed it. I would say at the beginning this season, the um, the way basically based off of the post games and the analysis was Chelsea's going to run away with it. Um, they can't be stopped. They're completely unstoppable. There's nobody who can play with them. And then Lukaku stopped scoring goals. And then apparently the team fell apart. Um, basically that's what I saw happen. Uh, I don't know, um, what I know that once again, another thing is Reese. So there's a two things. So Lukaku stopped throwing goals and then, and that's a, that's a direct reflection of the, the weakness in the midfield and the inconsistency and Mount and Pulisic, um, just not producing and Conte being off and on. Um, Conte is about my age. So I know, that he's got an injury thing, but he needs to get that thing. Like, he needs to get, like, he's too young, in my opinion, to still be, I mean, I guess he's 31. I guess he's a little bit older than me, a couple months older than me. But he he should, he's solid, and he's a, he's a great player. Um, he just needs to figure out the health situation and just and just be consistent because he's not a player that you guys can replace. Yeah, some with some some players like they're just injury prone, like Jack Wilshire and yeah, like Kevin De Bruyne. You know what I mean? So I don't, yeah. I don't but know if Kevin De Bruyne like just like that. If you give him rest, like Kevin De Bruyne, like he made the adjustment. So last season he was playing international, every single international opportunity he was playing. Mm-hmm. But then this year he finally like they finally like right, you got to play so that 
he can actually rest and focus on the Premier League. It didn't happen yeah. at the beginning of the season. It's the beginning of the season, but he he adjusted his approach to the Premier League, um, putting that first, and then then he was healthy the whole season because it it's not like you're going through. It's not football. Like it's really it's mostly just soft tissue injuries. So it's really just about you getting your body right and and being consistent on that. And then maybe your your injury prone, you're going to get hurt no matter what. And there's fluke injuries, obviously um, people sliding at your feet. So obviously you can't control um, those type of injuries, but you know, there's a way to, to improve it. And I've, and I've watched Kevin DeBoyne. Uh, he's good now. Like, you know, obviously we try to be careful with him because he's, because people come at him, you know, like people like that they'll try to hurt him if, if he doesn't like, Stay, 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 because he's not the fastest dude. So you can be physical with him if you want to. I mean, he's a big dude, but relatively big dude for a soccer player. So there's things you could, the players can make nutrition, adjustment, approach to the game, um, not playing international. There's a lot of different things that players could do. And then on top of that, like you mentioned with Thomas, like the rotations, just like with Pep for us, has always been a, I don't know what you're doing, but you know better than me, so I'm going to just trust what you're doing, you know, that type of thing. Um, and I watched this actually play out with us. Now, I don't want to get into my team yet, but the over-analysis and the over-exaggeration of box scores instead of watching the game is annoying to me. And when I see it online, I'm like, yeah, y'all not watching the game. Because if you're really, like, if you're watching the game, then you shouldn't be worried. You should be like, all right, because goals are like, you know, like, like uh, hole in ones type of thing. Like it's there's a lot of luck involved in goals too, you know, the positioning and stuff. So you can't just base your your analysis of the first half half or the game based off of whether your team scored a goal. That's that's not a good way to. You should be looking at the shape of the team, the formation, substitutions, way you're pressing, all passes, all all you know, all the things we know. Um, but to get back into Chelsea, and then I'll I'll let y'all get into it. Um, for me. Y'all really just got to figure out how to wait, make Lukaku work because unless you're going to get rid of him, because I don't know, did you sign it? You just signed him, so he should be under contract for at least a couple of years, I would, I would assume. I don't know if it's a – 100 million? Is that, <laughs> is that the number, Dre? <laughs> it, it was something like that, like a little pocket change. That how many made. years? How many years was it? Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the length of the contract. but uh, So they can release guys and – um, buy people out. Um, we're seeing this play out. With, yeah, uh, I mean, it's it, it. I mean, there's obviously there's obviously still a player in there. It's just uh, does Tuchel give him the time? Like, I think this summer is going to be huge for us because it's like, I think Timo wants to leave, and if it comes to the point where Timo leaves, then okay, Lukaku. There's obviously more time for you to play because we might switch Kai and have him play wide, and Lukaku, you're just the guy through the middle. And we have different lineups. Like, it just changes a lot. Uh, it'll suck if Timo leaves now because he's finally starting to play well. But, um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, because to me, like, we, Chelsea was built to win games like 2-1, 2-0. Like, we're not built like Man City or Liverpool to where we're going to put up five goals. So, to me... Chilwell and Reese James were so essential to our team because not only were they helping us get that one or two goals a game, they were also helping defend so that we only gave up a goal or so a game. No, and with them being out, like we're getting 
four goals put on us by Arsenal. <laughs> it would be nice if Chalaba would step up and you could have Reese move up. That would be nice. It, like just play more mid, like a midfield type of sit- role or maybe even on the wing, like, but not on the back line. That would be nice if you could get away with that um, and just, you know, um, shout, play Chalaba, like, and be, let him just be consistent. Just focus on, even if you could be like Ake and just be more of a defensive player that sometimes comes forward whenever he feels mm-hmm. comfortable, then it would be, it would be a, a good position for y'all to just slide him up. Cause Reese to me can play mid, like, like on the outside mid, but he can play mid and he, he changes your team. Like for us, uh, it's it's uh, folded. With folded, we're a completely different team than we are without him. Like he's just a he's a, he's a you know he's a playmaker. He's a kind of guy that just like he has those wild plays. And Reese, just like uh, Trent Alexander, Arnold, just like uh, United with uh, Bruno when he's on the top of his shit. And, um, <laughs> and I can't say the other guy because he. Um, we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, we don't talk about the other guy that's that's going <laughs> legal troubles, but. Um, they got, some, they got some talented guys there uh, at United. Um, that uh, even Paul, obviously Paul was nice, but they got some talented guys. That as long as if, as long as the other guys that in the back line, just like you know, you know, I got a huge issue in the back line. If they could just move some people up, then you know, things work out like like Fred or something like that. But you know, I'm not gonna get. I didn't give uh, actual players. I guess that would be helpful. Like if I was the Chelsea GM or whatever you call it in soccer, um, for the for the DM position, I actually wouldn't go for Rice because I mean, this sounds like a bad thing, but it's not really. But he's so good at carrying the ball that I don't think he's interested in <laughs> sitting and being a DM that actually likes help helps out our defense. So I wouldn't go for Rice. I would probably go for Declan Rice. Say what? Yeah, Declan Rice. Declan Rice. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just say if they, they might not know who you're talking about. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. My bad. My bad. So I wouldn't go for Declan Rice uh, just because he's so good at carrying the ball and I just don't trust him to sit and just be a straight up like CDM. I would actually, man, I would actually go for uh, Basuma, use Basuma. I don't know how to say his first name. I would actually go for him because I think I would trust him in a more defensive mid role. He's still got the talent to go forward and attack, but I feel like he's got a little bit more discipline to just be a defender. And I think he showed that in his last game. I forgot who they played, but he was rock solid and they ended up getting a um, clean sheet. And I was like, yeah, this guy has a I think they ended up being beat, they beat Spurs 1-0 right at the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you had to be disciplined in that game because Spurs are so good on the counter that right. if you get caught out, like, it's going to be – I mean, and he didn't have a great second half, but the first half he was perfect. He was, like, flawless in the first half. Um, and I just don't think Declan Rice, like, with the talent that he has – wants to just sit back and just completely do the dirty work because he's just so good going forward as well with the ball and carrying. So for that position, I take Basuma. Uh, For the left back position, as a kind of competitor with Chilwell, I would probably take, just to save us some money, I'd probably just take uh, Luca Digne from Aston Villa if I had to pick. I think he's good crossing the ball and 
can help out in the attack. And on the right, Kyle Walker Peters from I think Southampton. Southampton now. Yeah, I think he's I think he's getting into the England squad now and he's just he's just been a solid player. He looks he looks good going forward. So oh. I'll take him at a right back or right wing back spot for sure. For sure. So those would be my three signings. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, um you would like to have uh Gallagher back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he he would help out in the midfield, but I think he would change the team. I think well, well, you could... well, okay. So I think he would. I think he would help out in the midfield, but I think Kovacic is better. Um, obviously, he can come in and replace Jorginho, but I think Kovacic is better as like just a ball winner, a ball carrier, a passer. I think Kovacic is just clear, as they say in England. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, but we but we need we need it we need a defensive mid though because yeah Conte whether he worries about his nutrition or not like he's not making it a whole season without getting injured he's shown that over the last couple of years so we we need the support there but I'd love having Gallagher back man he's a great player yeah Gallagher will change Mount and Pulisic's attitude towards showing up the player he'll just push those dudes to show up so yeah, you'll be able yeah. To- I, I would love Gallagher back because he doesn't just have to play in the midfield. He can play kind of like Mount, and he can play on the wing if you need yep. him to. Like he's just got a lot of energy. Like he, special. he definitely he definitely deserves a spot back in the team. But the more most important position for us, if we ever want to get to just playing a back four, is that defensive midfield spot for sure. <laughs> So would you would you roll in into the 2022-2023 season with you with Lukaku as your starting striker, with Mason Mount, with um, Kai Havert, whatever your attacking three, and then your back three the same as well. Your only changes would be just a supporting cast on those uh, wing backs. So you'd be comfortable going into the next season with your same absolutely absolutely uh, because, because i think i think the core and how we started to win games was we were defensively solid and then we just got a goal or two and i think kai with consistent games has shown like he could score goals and i think lukaku given consistent playing time will score goals too like so i think it's just consistency for them like lukaku's never going to hit the goals that he was hitting at uh, Inter Milan because it's a different league and it's just not as open. But I think he's good for a goal or two. Drew will back that up. Drew's, Drew's yeah, a Lukaku fan. I'm a like, big he, Lukaku. He's gonna he's gonna he can score a goal. Like and at the end of the day, it's like okay, if we're struggling to score and we can't build up, we can play some crosses in and Lukaku's decent in there and so is Kai. So it's just one of those things like it might not be the most exciting football like Man City where they're just passing through and they're trying to score four or five goals a game. But all we need is a goal or two and to stop the other team. And I think, I think that team is structured well enough to score those extra goals. Like we were, we've been missing the creativity, I think from left back for like the entire season and chill is not even that great, but Chilwell is miles better than anyone who we've been playing at left back because Alonzo is yeah, talented. I was about to bring him up. He can't, he can't, what? He can't defend. I was about to bring him up. Yeah. You, you still have an Alonzo problem. 
But you, he's he just can't talented. defend. He just cannot defend. He like he's, he's such a liability. You have to figure it out. You got to be able to figure that out. It's like just. Oh just yeah, we 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 have we have figured it out. It's been playing Rudiger behind him and saying Rudiger, you can't go forward this game because you got to right. cover for Alonzo. But this game we didn't play Rudiger, so we got exposed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I'm actually I don't I don't mind alonzo i i like him going forward i think oh, he's very direct Great. he's awesome on set pieces the way that he strikes the ball the left foot is just i'm, I'm an alonzo fan yeah. but i agree with you he does need some somebody to to cover for him exactly. and if it's, you know especially in that wing back position he's yeah. not required so much to to defend he mm-hmm. needs to but, track back and he needs to be in those areas but i don't think he needs to defend he kind of just needs to do his job but i think going forward if he's got cover behind him he could be a hell of a player oh yeah he's excellent he bet he's better than chillwell going forward because he's way more versatile like he can win a header he's got a crazy strike on him at one point i was like no one strikes the ball as well as alonzo on our entire team like not lukaku not kai not mason mount like when Alonzo shoots, you you think it's going in every single time. Yeah, he whips he whips with crosses <laughs> in as well. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's like Kinsella and Trent Alexander Arnold, they're terrible defensive players, but <laughs> oh, so great offensive. Take, take that out of Kinsella's no. no Kinsella's <laughs> not a good Kinsella's not a good defender. <laughs> Kinsella was a good at gambling and going for steals. Kinsella's not a good defender at all. He's just good at gambling. Like he's because he's so quick. Um, well, I guess I guess gambling. it's hard though because it's like the only person that I've seen really beat Cancelo this year is Salah. He's he's beat him a couple times pretty bad, but at the, but at the same time, how often is Man City under pressure? You know, so it's like he doesn't have a ton of opportunities where he has to be a solid defender. He doesn't and, even play defense. He basically is, is, is a mid as a <laughs> plays in the midfield. It's like he doesn't. Yeah. We don't even play. We play a back back two three basically like you know we don't well, we don't so it's and in Cancelo's defense I'm a United fan but I'm also a, a Portugal fan so I'll yeah. take a stance for Cancelo <laughs> I think he's one I think he's he's just he's class going forward and defending but in his defense if he has some issues defending he's being asked to play on the opposite side right now yeah. with uh Kyle Walker out maybe he's playing on the right side now but he's being asked to play with his opposite shoulder to goal, right? So he's being asked to defend on his left side, which is not obviously his strong side. He can he can do it, and he can whip those crosses in, and he can drive forward, and he can do whatever it needs to be. But there's also that difference yeah. of playing. You're right. You're right about that. But that to me. Whether what side he's playing, they got nothing to do with his defense because that's when you got the ball. Like if you can clear the ball, you can clear the ball. With Cancelo, he's constantly out of position, and I can't say he's constantly out of position consistently because Pep wants him to be up there. So my only issue with Cancelo is that we play Laporte next to him, and, but we didn't do it this game. We played Ake and then we moved it, him out and put Diaz uh, the game today. We just have we cannot play a offensive-minded player, a center mid, a center defensive player with with Cancelo. You have to play somebody who's focused on staying staying in shape and playing defense. If we're going to do that, that's fine. Just don't play him with Laporte. You can play with any other player. 
he doesn't need as much cover as Alonzo, but you're saying he needs cover because of how far forward he goes. Yeah. 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 He's not as, he's not as bad as Alonzo on defense. I'm not putting it, but he's just not a good defender when it comes to just positioning. And a lot of that has to do with the way he's being taught to, to play forward. Cause we, we ask him to, to make plays in the playmate, like he's a midfielder. Like we ask him to do stuff that, you know, most teams, they don't ask their, you know, those dudes to do that they ask them to like stay in shape or and help out if you want to a little bit matter of fact in this game i thought it was hilarious that the announcer uh was talking about how ake um they would you know, ake we, we wish we were playing uh, zinchenko today you know i'm a big zinchenko guy but laporte was playing so i'm like no 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 he needs to be focused on defense because we got laporte out there today so no, I, I, we need at least one dude on our back line that's only worried about defense. We don't need people – we don't need him to create. We got one of the best in the world, one of the best ever to do it in the middle, Kevin DeBorner. We got Silva who's on top of his game. We have dudes – we have playmakers. Rodgers doing his thing. We don't need those him to do that. So let him play defense. He doesn't need to be offensive. We need, we need somebody that cares about – even our goalie – at times doesn't care about defense and he's a goddamn goalie. You know hey, saying? we're not talking, we're not talking about Man City yet. So yeah, <laughs> I feel you. Um actually matter of fact, we can go into my team. We'll go quick because it's gonna be you want to do next? Well right. your your team's already your team's yeah. basically yeah what you need or what you want is basically settled, yeah. right? They're it's gonna, already done. So this will be quick. Right. I don't have no complaints. Cool, cool. Yeah, everything is good. We have we basically signed our striker Holland in a week or two, it'll be official. Um, I don't have no complaints about the squad. Uh, I think that the one thing that one change that we need to make is that one of these dudes got to go so that Grealish can get more time because we cannot continue to waste this money on Grealish. No one's going to accept this. Uh, even nobody's going to accept paying him um, $100 million or whatever it is in over there um, to be a part-time player or a substitute player. He has to be a consistent um player for us that plays every game um somebody's got to leave um, in your opinion who who's who's that somebody it could be sterling it could be jesus um mara's got to stay it could be sterling or jesus um either one of them can go even though even sterling was great early on the season he's fell off now he's come back to earth but um he's still making good runs though i will say that but um jesus and sterling i'm i'm over that i'm okay with if we lose them and and, and throw greatest out there but the problem is if he does that, Grealish, for whatever reason, can only play on the left side. So, uh, or Pep is only willing to play him on the left side. So, he's, that's going to have to put Foden on the right, which is, should be okay since he's left-footed. But for whatever reason, we never play him there. So, Pep's going to have to make a decision. Either play Foden because the middle is already locked up. You got Roger, you got Silva, you got – KDB, uh, Fernandino is going to come back. Uh, Silva, there's no, there's no spot there in the middle for him. So oh, Fernandino was out. Yeah, he's out. He's, I think he's leaving. Yeah, he's going back to Brazil. I, I think. I don't even, I don't remember that. I, the last thing I saw was he, he was going to resign another year. But I saw Pep in an interview was just like, "What? This is news to me. He's leaving." Yeah, <laughs> Fernandino's leaving. Right. But yeah, was, even, was, either way, Fernandino's a defensive mid, so he's not this. He's definitely not going to be playing as a CDM for us. Um, yeah. It's Rodri. Um, and then we got to find a backup for Rodri. And then I forgot Gundy for some reason. I don't know. Probably because he, he should have scored uh easy-ass goal that messed up an assist for KDB today. 
I was upset about that. But Gundy, another guy is going to come back. So we don't need we don't need anybody in the middle. We need somebody. Uh, we need wing guys because um, that obviously Holland's going to hold on that middle. Um, so. So you're uh, saying that with already expecting Holland to sign. Yeah, he's gonna sign. Yeah, it's basically a done deal. It's for, for <laughs> what about what about your back line? You, so I guess it's not for next year, but for it could potentially be. Do you have any worries that City don't win the title, the, given that you just played a crazy amount of games and good games at that? Right, you just played Liverpool, just played Atletico. That was a battle, um, and now you have Real Madrid going into the Champions League semis, plus you're still fighting for um, uh, the Premier League championship, right? So, so like, now you have Kyle Walker who's out. Um, Who else? Do you have quite a few? Is Ruben Diaz? Diaz just came back, so we're good. I I noticed you were were worried, but I'm not worried anymore because Diaz came back today, and apparently he's healthy. So Diaz, okay. is back. Diaz is back, so we're good. Um, Are you worried I, about not having Kyle Walker, though? I'm not, because because Cancelo, like we talked earlier, can play both sides. I right, think I think he can also play outside on the left. Okay, so, so. I, I think Cancelo is actually a solid defender, but um, I learned in this Real Madrid series that Vinicius Jr. is a player. Like, he's an absolute player, like, and he's a threat. Because he gave Reese James problems, and Reese James defensively is one of the best in the world, in my opinion. So, me as a City fan, even though y'all dominate possession, I would be a little worried about Vinicius Junior. How y'all are going to deal with him without Kyle Walker? No, nah, I think yeah, maybe you're not worried Ake. though. I'm not worried because Ake, we can play Ake out there on the left, and we can play Cassell on the right, and we'll be fine. As long as Diaz and St- and Diaz and Laporte, I guess we got to play Laporte, and because. Whatever reason, Pep thinks Laporte is the shit. So Laporte's gonna play. <laughs> if he's healthy, he's gonna play. So Laporte's gonna be there in that in that middle field. And then the other guy is gonna be Diaz or Stones. So it's gonna be Diaz now that he's back. Um, I think Stones might be able to play. Uh, I don't know on the outside. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. I don't like any but, defender you guys have. Okay. Vinicius, except for Kyle Walker. I'm not even gonna lie. But I, maybe maybe he's not Ake. Ake's been amazing. Is it? <laughs> I believe Kinsella's out for the first leg of that series of that. Yeah, he got the, draw. He got a second. Um, yeah, he got a second. He got a, he's got a yellow, so you don't yeah. even have him for the first leg. It's all right, because right, Ake's been great. Ake's been amazing. He stepped up his game. Ake's been one of the best defensive players in in the Premier League the last. Pep Pep's got some work to do that game. That's all I got to say. Pep Pep's got he's got it because to me, and I talked to my brother about this. Um, I was like, to me, Vinicius is a problem, and I've seen it now because obviously I don't watch a little that much, but I've seen him play against Chelsea. And even though Benzema was scoring all the goals, like Vinicius was like the biggest threat to us. Like he he was exposing us consistently. And I'm like, Kyle Walker, I think, kind of eliminates that problem, but I don't know if any other defender does. See, and I know y'all love Kyle Walker. Obviously, y'all love. I, I like him. I don't, I don't love him. I, I just love Kyle know Walker he's is that he's constantly out of position, bro. Like he, oh yeah, he is. He's he he's is. he's more. He doesn't create enough offense for me to to justify how many times he's out of position, and that and it worries me because of Laporte. Now, now that Diaz is back, I think he can stir it up. I think if Diaz can come back and be healthy every game and be a, a shoo-in every single like not even like a question if he's locked in 
did Octopus Stones there, in my opinion, instead of Laporte. But I guess we're going to play Laporte. And then try to play Stones somewhere in that back line. And I know Pep doesn't care about positions, apparently. So he can put Stones wherever. And if he can put, if he can get away with playing Stones on that left side, even though I prefer to be Ake, Ake uh, Nathan, then we can put whoever on the right side. I don't, I don't particularly care. Like, whatever. As long as Diaz is there, we're fine. But if Laporte's going to be on that left side, that left middle side, we need somebody to the side of him that cares about defense. They cannot be an offensive-minded uh, – it can't be Zachenko, is basically what I'm saying. Even though I'm a Zachenko guy, it can't be Zinchenko. You cannot play Zachenko and Cancelo. We will, that, if we do that, we, he will destroy us. And we'll be we'll, we'll, we won't won't make it through the championship. I think it's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna get be a good game both legs for sure. Yeah, and the way that Silva is playing, the way that Gundy's playing, the way that Rogers playing, the way that our middle field is playing, like we're not we're not gonna get beat. Like we're not gonna get beat. It's it's only gonna be if dudes can't finish. Like um, the game a couple of games ago where KDB should have had like four assists and dudes is like you, you have to. You have to respect Real Madrid's, and I know we're getting a little off topic, but you have to respect Real Madrid's midfield, the best midfield around in the past, what, decade? Yet they're older, but they complete, they complement each other so well, right? You have Casemiro, Modric, Cruz, right? Those are just the three starting. So, yeah, yeah in, in theory, KDB and Rodri and Silva – and Foden, if he comes in, and whoever is playing that midfield, they can maybe go pound for pound, but they also they don't see that matchup every week, right? Think- they don't, right? So I think that that might be. I think for that draw itself, whoever wins that midfield battle will will come away with it. Yeah, and I'll I'll be glad to see because I don't watch any of those dudes, so I don't know. So yeah. I, I can't pretend like I know because I don't watch outside the Premier League. Hey, Dre, Dre, tell him about Luka Modric. But um, <laughs> if so, midfield, so, those dudes, then I want to see it. So De Bruyne plays some really nice passes, and you know this. We all know this. But uh, Luka Modric had one of the best passes of all time. I should have pulled a Kanye West, and I'm like, I know <laughs> – I know you uh, won this award and everything, but Luka Modric. Yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> he had one of the best passes of all time against Chelsea. I can't, I can't lie. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and send me the clip, bro. <coughs> I'm always, obviously, I'm always big on. Uh, I love. He's good. It was, it was, it was a Cancelo type pass because it was like the yeah. little outside the boot pass, but it was, yeah. it was perfectly weighted. Yeah. Did y'all see KDB tonight? Nah, no. Nah, like, there's no. He's by far the best player. In the, like it's completely insane. He's. Like he made a he made a jokic pass today where the ball was came to him in the air and he just tapped it with his foot like just a touch pass didn't get the rebound just like you get a rebound and tip it and then you just rebound and a pass it was a rebound and a pass like was, and then perfect to uh, silver with the with the finish like you know, KDB is he's out of this world right now like yeah. so so to to if there's midfielders in the world that's fucking with KDB I want to see them play. And I'm super glad yeah. that well, Modric is, uh, is getting up there in age, but yeah, people people would put him oh. probably past KDB. I'm exactly. even more excited. I'm even more exactly. excited. Yeah, it's just, and I think they just complement each other so well. Those three, I mean, they know each other like the back of their hand. I mean, yep. when you when you think about what you know, top three, top five 
best center midfielders to ever do it, Casemiro's in there. When you think about the best eights to ever do it, you know, top three or top five, probably Tony Cruz and Luka Modric are both in there, yeah. right? So three. to have those three in, in one midfield alone, I mean, it's – it's yeah, it's, it's just unreal. They, well, it's like they – they're the type of players that you, you only drop because of injuries. Like, you know how Man City, like, rotates even in big games? Like, you don't really know what lineup they're coming out with. Like, mm-hmm. if, they're, if they're healthy for Real Madrid, those three are playing. It's those three, right? It's, those just are... those th- it's those three and Benzema that are just, like, a lot. Yeah. Less it's the first players. three or four names on, on, on the roster, right, on the game yeah. sheet. Yeah. So, I think whoever wins that, whoever wins that midfield battle, will come away with it. And it could be City just because, especially in the second leg when Gonzalo comes back, mm-hmm. just the way that Pep puts those wing backs into the midfield, right? So it just then will overload that midfield even more. Yeah. But it'll be it'll be a hell of a it'll be a hell of a of a matchup, which then takes me back to that question where Liverpool has to play Villarreal, who's just gonna sit back most likely. How what is that going to do for the title race where City is going neck and neck with with uh, Real Madrid and Liverpool can I'm not going to say coast because it's still the Champions League and Villarreal you know they they got an easier game they got an easier matchup and they just had to play they just played Benfica where where City had Atletico it's (laughs) um, I think that might that might tilt the the uh, Premier League title one way or the other. Yeah. Just tired legs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. We're super deep. So I don't think that's going to be a concern. I don't think – it's six games left. Now we just had seven or seven games. So six games left. I'm not worried about the Premier League. Uh, the, there's no team that we have to play left that I'm worried about. Um, and since we're talking about my team now, I can get into the game today uh, quickly. Uh, the reaction to today's game is, is laughable. Um, Silva could have scored early. There were multiple – we had multiple chances to score early just because um, it was technically not on target, the one that KDB had. It was on damn near a goal. Uh, we're dominating teams right now. And it's, 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 it's embarrassing. It's almost like we're playing D-League teams. It's just we're not getting the goals – to where uh, the beginning of the games where it's a blowout and but we're creating opportunities and we're keeping the ball. Um, the only issue right now is that we have some guys in our backline that I've been talking about for since the beginning of the damn pod that <laughs> like to make mistakes and then act and then act like they didn't make the mistake and don't and then overcompensate for it. So they'll be chill like all right, I gave the ball away and then they'll back off. But then they won't mark their own mark, mark, mark people up. Like if you in a transition, you need to mark your man. Like you cannot play a zone. The minute you turn the ball over, it's no longer formation. It's whoever can hurt us. You need to go guard that guy. That's how. I, that's the way I look at it. Um. Uh, so I know that certain teams don't play man. A lot of teams don't play man. But in the transition, like the only thing you worry about is who can hurt you. Not about playing your area because the shape is no longer. The minute you turn the ball over. You're out of shape, especially for us. We're obviously we're constantly out of shape. Our outside guys are are forward, exactly. So uh, I think for us, I'm not worried about um, 
Premier League. Uh, even if we drop the game or drop the point, I don't think we would lose a game, but maybe we draw a game. Um, even if we lost the Premier League, it wouldn't hurt me that badly. We won like, how many of the last five? Like right, and, and that's it's what all I all about the Champions League to me. Like that's the right, only and thing that's, that matters. That's my question, right? You could see the tired legs against uh, Liverpool in the FA Cup semifinal, yeah. right? Just because they put out City put out their B or C squad, even right? Where think, Liverpool put they out their A's. because he's so focused on the Champions League, right? Yeah, Which that make. That, that was my question, right? How do you feel going forward in the Premier League? Because Pep wants that coveted Champions League trophy so bad for City. I'm right? okay with is he, is, But is he willing? He you doesn't know? care. He doesn't care about the Premier League. He doesn't care about it. <laughs> it's that simple. He doesn't care. He would have made a change in the last – in the Liverpool game, he would have made a change. If he actually cared about the game, he would have made a change. He didn't care. He's just like, all right, whatever. Like, y'all figure it out. Because right? the, the real – Challenge is is the Champions League. He doesn't care about winning the Premier League. He doesn't care. And you can tell when he interviewing like he's got his he's got his foot out the door. Like he's gonna be gone probably soon, a couple of years. Um, he's bored of this. Um, hopefully <laughs> we win the Champions League and he changes his mind and he extends. But um, Pep is uh Pep is not too uh I think Pep has got his mind. He's, he's somewhere else. He's trying to he's trying to go. Do I hope he goes. Yeah, obviously, yeah, 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 but I don't think. Well, did you see a couple weeks ago he was linked with the Brazil national team job? Yeah, nice, nice. I mean, it's a lot lot less of a workload, right? Just doing, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't want that for Portugal, but for Joga Bonito, for to have old Brazil back to just play beautiful soccer, make it happen. Especially with the there. talent they have now, like yeah. Vinicius and Paqueta, and I mean, yeah, they, still it would got, just be... they still got Neymar, Coutinho, players like that. Yeah, to Coutinho. have Pep do his tiki-taka with yeah. Brazil <laughs> flair, that would just be unreal. Yeah. That'd be the best soccer we've ever seen in our lives. It would be fun to watch. It would be fun to watch. I still got, I still got Portugal winning this World Cup. By the way, just want to throw that out there. Have you seen that stat where it's like, uh, it's like the previous uh, goals or highest goal scorer in the Euro, two years later they won the World Cup. It was nice. like they they went back like the past four Euros, and then I guess Ronaldo won uh, the Golden Boot. Uh, for the Euro in what is that twenty? What's twenty twenty one? I guess twenty twenty two. Whatever. Okay. And um, so then they're saying that the Portugal would win the World Cup. I would yeah. love that to be true. We'll see. <laughs> I highly doubt it because of our manager, but we'll see. I'm still, I'm still calling it, man. I'm still calling it. Ronaldo's going to hey, be. I'll take it. this season after playing for Man United. That that's that's yeah. Gonna be I hope it. so. And I think he might retire after it too. So. I'm going to be honest with y'all. The yeah. reason why I'm so arrogant about City's future is because mm-hmm. of Foden. I think Foden's going to even – he's going to take a step. He's going to take another step because he can he can actually improve a lot, especially in the air and especially with his decision-making because he's, he's super talented with the ball, but there's a lot of things off the ball. Like that's things that um, Sterling, even though I said he could go, has mastered. When it comes to positioning and timing runs, like he should have had a goal today, but he literally couldn't just wait. Just, just, just if he would have waited, like just an extra second, KDB would have got him, and he would have had a one-on-one with a goalie. But he went just two, three seconds early. He like those things, like positioning, timing, experience, just like they say with basketball, like experience matters. Like if he could just, he's gonna elevate. He's gonna, he's gonna get even better. 
he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the best um you know European players ever. Like, but he just has to like literally like focus on the cerebral part of the game because he's so good um, from a skill set and an athletic standpoint that he can get away with being um, lazy or not focused on, on, on that part of it, you know, on the details, he can get away with it. Kind of like, you know, young players, the basketball, like J.R. Smith type thing. Like he's a special athlete that he can get away with um, being not timing his runs the right way, not, not putting himself in the right position, not lining himself up. I think that comes I think that comes with time yeah right I think that comes with him getting kicked in the legs year in year out yeah week in week out he's gonna at at some point he's not gonna want to get kicked in the legs anymore and he's gonna give the ball up and find that position that you're talking about or find that run that you're talking about I mean you saw it with Ronaldo and how he changed his game and you see it with Eden Hazard how he didn't change his game and now he can't play because he's injured all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now so, he got to get in the weight room. Bowden's got to get in the weight room because people bully him. They just bully him all the time because he's just so small and, and, and skinny. Like he just, the physical, like soccer, even though it's not a super physical sport, I guess, compared to other sports, like it's American sport. Soccer is a physical, like it's a, it's a contact sport. Like if you think soccer is not a contact sport, Watch, watch uh, corners. <laughs> the, the the disrespect and the assault that happens in corners, and then referees act like they didn't see it. Like it's a so very good. physical game. It's a it's so a physical game. <laughs> it's a physical game. Like it's a very physical game. You got that's why I love Lukaku. The, the, the favorite thing about Lukaku is his size. He can just post dudes up. Like most dudes can't just post people up, and then can't get around them, and and then let the ball like like you can just pass the ball to either side, and he can just post a dude up and turn him. And like most dudes can't do that. You don't have that size you know, or that positioning to be able to do that. Lukaku, that's why I would love him with KDB because it would be, he would have so many more goals. You um, can have him, bro, for 95 mil. We'll take the L. We'll take the L. You want Grealish? We can, we can, we can make uh, it. No, we don't want Grealish. Oh, just swap it like for like 100 million, 400 mil. We oh. want the money, bro. We, <laughs> we need the money. Grealish ain't, nah. We don't want him. <laughs> yeah, really should should have stayed in Aston Villa. We were talking about the other day. Oh no, I think the audio cut out. Come back. Hasn't. I mean, because. We paid a ton of money for Kai too, and it was probably somewhere near that as well. And obviously, Kai's return was scoring the winning goal in the Champions League. So it's like you can't really say he did. He wasn't a success. You know what I mean? You can't really say he wasn't a success. So he kind of paid it back, and plus, he's shown some consistency as he's gotten consistent playing time. So and he's also correct me if I'm wrong, but he's also playing our position, right? He's being asked yeah. to play as a striker. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's it's tough to do when nothing. Yeah, but he, but he's that he's a striker at Germany though in in Germany yeah. for uh, was it Leipzig that he was on? It wasn't Leipzig, it was Leverkusen. But yeah, he he was on Leverkusen and he's played some striker there. But um, yeah, he he's definitely more of like a false nine type player. I think yeah, I would argue that his position is going to be a striker for y'all because I don't think you're going to move Mount and Pulisic up. 
to, to play that. But I think he's the only guy that has the versatility that's shown that he can consistently yeah. do it. Like, and and then on top of that, press like he's. Perfect. Oh yeah, that's 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 the thing I love about him the most is that he's he's a willing presser. He has a couple stupid fouls in him. I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time, I'm like I will take that over what Lukaku does. Yeah, that lady. <laughs> the ball because he he is just he's just watching and yeah he's frustrating to watch. Right. Well, <laughs> we, can, we can move on to our last your boys man United man. Talk- How long do you guys have? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I I love. United slander, so I'm all good. I'm all. I got. Oh, United, yeah. United has has I, turned into Arsenal. I don't. It's, uh, oh it's, no! <laughs> it's it's embarrassing. It's sad. It's frustrating. It's uh. It's I. I don't even know where to start. You know, I don't even know if I want to start from the back up. If I want to start from from the top down. If, if I want to start from the strikers back, I don't, I, it, it's just it's all all of it from the Glazers to the players to everybody. And you're starting to see, I think that Ten Hag is a good um, is going to be a good addition. And it seems like everybody's on board for a rebuild. Um, I think it came out yesterday that our top two recruiters left the club, which they've been recruiting like shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but as far as who I want and who should stay, only two players should stay for me: nice. um, Bruno and De Gea. Everybody else can go, um, <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe Jane Sancho, just because he just got there. Give him a little bit more time. My friend, uh, you down on Fred? Who? I think Fred's been solid. Yeah, I'm down on Fred. No? We don't we don't need Fred because we have Bruno. What do we need Fred for? We need Fred to to do what? What is he going to do for us? He's going to play alongside somebody else and take to the job of one player. Um, no, I'm, I'm out on everybody. Um, yeah, I just – I think they're just – the mentality is just poor. Nobody nobody cares. You know, one of the most successful, one of the best clubs in the entire world is uh, – it's just and, – and you saw it yesterday against Liverpool, which is our biggest rival, just – I think there was like two fouls in the first half. It's like go kick him in the legs, you know. If <laughs> if the oh, if the ball is getting past you, just kick him in the legs. I mean, I I was starting to feel sorry for Maguire, you know, you know all the all the I, it's not even banter, all the I don't know, whatever that he's getting. But it's sorry. true. I'm sorry. What you feel sorry for Maguire? Sorry? I was. That's what I said. <laughs> I was starting to, but it's oh. true. You know, he deserves it. You saw it yesterday. You know, I think. Two of the goals were his fault, uh, just just from the little bit that I saw. And that's just yesterday alone. He just – he's – I don't know if it's a confidence thing or if he's just shit. His positioning just, was just awful. terrible on one of those goals. Like, he, he was almost, like, in the middle of the field when they were playing a through ball. And it's just like, what are you doing there? Yeah. Why are it's, you there? Uh, <laughs> like, for that one, we were playing – so – the past two games, I look at the, the team sheet and I get excited. I mean, I think I, I, I texted you, Drake, against Norwich. Yep. And we went to a four in the back with only one holding midfielder in Pogba. You know, I was yep. excited. All right. I was like, we're going, going for one. one. Yep. It's going to be attacking <laughs> soccer. It's going to be, you know, pressing. We don't know how to press. You know, it was it when Ranya came in in December. It was, oh, he's going to bring the press in and blah, 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 blah. Our press is shit. One yes, one player definitely. presses at a time. 
they don't know how to press. They have press and we also don't know how to sit back. There's no, there's no style. There's no system. There's no, there's nothing. It's just, it's the culture is, but like I said, I, I'm all over the place. Cause I just don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so I guess we'll take who we can get, but let's just, we'll wipe out the back line. Um, <laughs> I was hopeful for Varane, but he's injured, you know, 95% of the time. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Maguire's got to go. He's not good enough to be at United. Um, I would love somebody like – Right now, yeah. he's playing, he's not a Premier League player. He should be playing – Yeah, I think maybe Harry Maguire, Jack Grealish, and Romelu Lukaku should start their own club. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's with his Jack Grealish club. Yeah. 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 They, they're, they're, not, they're not worth the money that they got. They, they oh, got that's, that's for bought. sure. But Grizz yeah, is yeah, not a bad player. He just because it was like it was like eighty million or something for Maguire too, wasn't it? Yeah, eighty million at the time was the most expensive defender in the world, I believe, until Van Dyke surpassed him the following year. But, uh, but yeah, he's 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 not a United player. I I think I told you, give me Antonio Rudiger. Give me somebody with passion. Give me somebody that's going to oh, get stuck in. One of the best. Yeah? You want the one going to the best? Of course. I wouldn't say <laughs> he's the best ever. I think he still he's has like, some time to prove that. But I just want – I think I even told you, Dre, give me um, – I keep forgetting his first name, but Savage was, for, uh, for Athletic Madrid. Savage, yeah. yeah. If, at least if, he's going to play If the man hard, is going to yeah. get past you – or if the ball is going to get past you, the man cannot. And, like, yeah. get somebody who's going to get stuck in, who's going to give some passion, who's going to get some leadership in that back line. And then from there, build from that, you know. Then yeah. Pogba, maybe too? If you want, I didn't hear Pogba, Pogba. see ya. See you later. <laughs> See you. Yeah. Oh, he's no, he no room. He he's not he a United play, he player. He can't play without Conte, man. He can't play without Conte. Pogba. Yeah. He's, I agree. He can't mm-hmm. play. He's maybe if we had a true holding midfielder, maybe. Yeah. But um, but no, he doesn't have the passion. He doesn't have the desire to be a United player. Um, and uh, he's, he's too slow for the Premier League. He has no business playing the Premier League. I think skillfully. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think he's got all the talent, all the skill in the world. But I, who did who did Chelsea play? Not not today. They played a game at the weekend, and Ruben lost his cheek. I but thought a very Don't good game. Don't compare him to Pogba. Don't do that. I'm not going to oh, I will. Don't do Ruben that. Ruben <laughs> like, I'm doing it. cheek is terrible. Pogba's not bad. He's just on a bad team. Ruben lost his cheek. Played like Pogba, just with enthusiasm <laughs> and. And, and, and I'm saying played like Pogba is he had the skill, he had the drive going yeah. forward. And he's got and the size and everything, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying this game because I, I don't think he, he played well this this game today yeah, against yeah. Uh, against Arsenal. Yeah. And I forget who they played at the weekend, but I thought he played very well coming out of that 8-6 role. But Crystal Pogba, Palace. he yeah. needs to go to Italy. He could, uh, he could join that Romelu Lukaku team um, <laughs> with everybody else. Uh, terrible uh, call terrible transfers terrible transfers (laughs) yeah it's just you know he had he basically just about single-handedly got jose Mourinho fired which maybe you know it probably justified but when you look at the past decade at manchester united jose Mourinho won won our only three trophies well i think van gaal won the fa cup i think or the league cup doesn't matter but but then uh, Jose Mourinho's calling every, 
now you're starting to see everything that he said, you know, three, five years ago, whatever it was. Um, but um, yeah, so I would love somebody, like I said, Rudiger, somebody with passion. Uh, we definitely, desperately, desperately need a, a six. We need, we need a holding midfielder. Um, and those are hard to come by, right? You know, even I guess Conte, who's one of the best holding midfielders ever, is getting some, you know, is getting not chat size, but he's he's getting some, some some heat. Yeah. But so there aren't many sixes. But in an ideal world, give me Joshua Kimmich. You know, just why not? Um, but uh, but <laughs> but um, but if we're being more realistic, I'll take Ruben Neves. I don't think he's a true true holy midfielder, but he will get stuck in. He yeah. will, he'll, if he doesn't get the ball, he'll get the man. And then his passing range is just unreal. He will, he, he can put a 70, 80 yard ball on a dime. And then he can also control the game from the back. Um, he can give you goals. Um, so, yeah. And then, I don't know. I think then going forward, a lot depends on if Ronaldo stays or not. Personally, I think Ronaldo needs to go to PSG or go to the MLS and just score some goals for fun. Yeah. Um, you were talking uh, about your inability to um, press. Um, that that whole thing is about Ronaldo being lazy as fuck, like Lukaku. And I highly disagree. Like, yeah, highly, highly disagree. Yeah, we talked about it earlier this season. Ronaldo is, does not care about the hustle stuff. Only I I beg you to watch some games. You're too old. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching. Watch I'm watching. The film. I'm watching. We talk about the games every week. Ronaldo. Does no, I I agree, and to some extent. Is he pressing for 90 minutes? No. But when he does press, he doesn't – he's the first line of press. So the whole – everybody behind him needs to press when he presses. So if there's times that he presses and the other nine guys are not coming with him, That's then the it's, it's pointless. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I thought he was right. the leader. He's one of the – he's the GOAT, right? He pretty, he's the GOAT, right? He's the greatest ever. I thought he was – he's a leader and that people were going to follow. Uh, arguably so. Yeah, but right. but and I think United is just so dysfunctional though that it's I don't know they're not listening to Ronaldo they're not listening to the coach like everyone's kind of doing their own that's what thing. you want to give it everybody because they don't yeah 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 no no I I because I mean, where well, would United with, with be Lukaku, it's, with, with Lukaku it's pretty clear it's like okay Tuchel has the whole system set up and everyone pretty much listens to Tuchel like he goes, he's going crazy on the sideline so you can tell like. It's just Lukaku not pressing. Like the rest of the team is pressing, but with United, there's just no structure. I, yeah. So <laughs> where would where would again? I'm saying that Ronaldo should go, and he wouldn't have gone to uh, United in the first place. But let's just look at where would United I, be without Ronaldo this season? I agree. You know, maybe, it, it would have been disastrous. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, maybe somebody kind of came, come in and scored some goals, but would he have won them games where Ronaldo, it was Norwich, but he <laughs> won that game. He single-handedly beat Tottenham. He single-handedly beat Atalanta uh, in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for Ronaldo, where would they be? And, um, yeah, I, I think part of that signing was to get the culture right and was to get Rashford and – you know, Greenwood at the time and, and Sancho and all those guys to follow him. But I think that's part of the Pogba problem where 
they don't care. They care more about their brand and they care more about their name and their socials than they do about the performance for the club. Um, so I think that's more the culture of the club. And I think that's why everybody should go. Um, but so if Ronaldo stays, if Ronaldo stays, I think we need like, uh, uh, João Felix, a Antonio or, uh, Antoine Griezmann, uh, a Dybala, somebody who can work off of him. If he doesn't stay, we need a true striker because we don't have one. Uh, even Ronaldo's not a true striker, so there aren't. That, that's another position that's highly sought out, sought after because there aren't many. So, who? Uh, apparently, not Holland, but uh, and probably not Mbappe. Um, Chelsea has one that you can have. Yeah, run Where it back. Run it back. <laughs> yeah, didn't work out. Look, look uh, who's back is what they said when he was coming back to Chelsea. Look who's yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, you know, Lewandowski, but it looks like he's going to stay at Bayern or he's going to Barcelona. Uh, there aren't many, so it's, it's, it's tough, you know, to try to, you know, get Rashford to play striker again. Um, it seems like his confidence is in the dump. I'm sorry? I'm, the way y'all crucify Rashford online, especially on Twitter, he's the worst player ever on Twitter. <laughs> it's unreal. Like, I don't see what y'all yeah. see with Rashford because he's not as bad as people act like he is online. Like, there's people like Laporte where, like, that dude is terrible. Like, there's nothing he does well from what I've seen besides make a couple of passes on the outside and then maybe a couple of headers every other season. Like, but Rashford, like, y'all hate him. Uh, United fans hate I just... Rashford. I just think it's really hard. Um, I think it's just disappointment. Yeah. I, I think I think United's like probably the hardest team to play for, I think, because of their expectations being so high. Like, it's so popular. Yeah, it's because like like Chelsea strikers have come in like Marata, Diego Costa, Fernando Torres. Like we've had a couple other people that were like low-key flops. I wouldn't say that about Costa because we want some stuff with him. But we had some people that were low-key flops, but it was okay because other players supported them and Chelsea still, like, backed them. But you can't go to United and not produce. Like, that's yeah. that's kind of it for you. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, if Timo leaves Chelsea, like, there's still going to be some Chelsea fans that are hype about him, like, wherever he goes. Like, they'll still celebrate him, but... I feel like if this Timo came and played for United, like they would have buried this man. I think that. And then also um, Marcus Rashford, you have seen him go up and up and up and up. And now yeah. whether it's confidence or the style of play or whatever, now he's just, he, he's just plummeting. And at what point is it, I'll bring Pogba again, where Pogba is just every year you talk about his potential. And it's just, oh, man, look at his skill. Look what he can do. Look at, you know, the goals he scores, his passing range. But when is it consistent? When is he going to be world-class? Hey, it's like, oh, Pogba can be world-class. When you put him in France's team is when. Because whenever he right. plays for France, like, you're just like, wow, this is the Paul Pogba. Olivier Giroud could be class, is class, <laughs> you know, in but, France. But, Bruno. <laughs> You said that Bruno stay. Bruno's been completely inconsistent the entire year too. So I don't understand I why you're vouching for Bruno because Bruno's been. I mean, they were 
I had to make, I, I literally had to have arguments with people last year, Bruno over KDB. This, this is an argument I had literally an argument I had to make last but year. But last year, last but year, last I think year. it's just a valid argument. No, it's not. It was never a valid argument. Obviously, we're going to disagree. Nah, just say it again. Nah, they, they were, they were season-wise, no. they were close. They were close you, last year. You, you, y'all can say whatever you want to say, but obviously, I'm a KDB fan no matter what. I'm going to be super biased towards my guy. But if we want to talk about a guy who's consistent with both feet, there's no comparison with Bruno and KDB. You just you're just because they're great players on good teams. And Bruno is nice. It's yeah. tough. Bruno, well, well, like, both, I can't both, add Bruno. Bruno. I would put it this way. They're, they're both the type of players KDB. that like are creative players. And as a creative player, you kind of need finishers. So Bruno can create chances. And but KDB is a special like with both feet as a shooter too. Like yeah, I, well, I've, told, I've told you, I've told yeah. you the difference between yeah. them. Like obviously, the difference is De Bruyne is really good on both feet, um, but the other big difference is uh, percentages kind of thing because Bruno will take some low percentage passes, and De Bruyne for the most part won't do that, and I think Bruno has to do it because. And that's the type of player he is. McTominay, Fred, Maguire, Lindelof, like those, 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 those risks, if they don't pay off, they're, they're goal chances for, for the opposition. But if you look at Bruno, and I know KDB is is a very good player. I'm not saying he's not. But if you look at his stats this year, I think he's got three assists from, you know, the, the assist maestro of, of football. Yeah. Um, but uh, but if you look at what Bruno did when he came to United, was it last year or halfway the year before? What was the difference or here in this year? Not really. Same players, same system-ish, right? It was just Bruno coming in and changing mentality as soon as he came in. So, yeah. and he provided goals. He provides assists. And Dre and I, we you talked we talked about this the other day. I've seen it firsthand for the Portuguese national team. I personally don't think Bruno and Ronaldo gel. Yeah, um, yeah. and I think I that's agree. an issue. Um, where Ronaldo, if he's not getting the ball, he's coming to collect it really, really deep. Um, where then it's, you know, it's taking Bruno's freedom or, you know, that, that in between lines rule away where then Bruno needs to go in behind and he can do that sometimes, but that's not, that's not the player. Yeah. Yeah. We saw him play last year and it's like, he gets the ball in the midfield and he can look around. And to me, like Rashford was the perfect player for Bruno because Rashford would make great runs and Bruno could find him. And yeah. it was funny because like when I was looking at United, like last season, I was like, okay, what players would I bring in to make my team better? Last year, Bruno was amazing. So how can we kind of like expand on that and make it so that we're even better? And I'm like, I would just buy players that fit with Bruno. Like I would buy a defensive mid to make sure that they're secure there. And I would buy some players that like to make runs and call it a day. Yeah. But it's almost like Sancho's been, I think, pretty good, especially like recently. But 
when they signed Sancho, I was like, okay, they've been talking about signing Sancho forever, so they finally did it. But I'm like, I don't think he fits with Bruno because he doesn't make runs. You know what I mean? He just wants the ball to beat. So yeah, so yeah, it it was interesting. Yeah, I I think I think think, he's built kind of more towards De Bruyne's play style and. Man United's not really built towards Bruno's. <laughs> yeah, I think we have a whole bunch of talented players, but we don't have a team. Everybody's very good individually. Even Fred, you know, he's very good. Yeah. And you've he's got some player, man. He's year, got some player. <laughs> but, but everybody is just individuals, um, you know, and you see that going forward as well as defending and pressing and whatever it is. So, it's just a bunch of individuals. So I'm hopeful and excited for Ten Hag where he's saying, you know, eight to 10 players are leaving and eight to 10 players are coming in <laughs> that maybe he can get some sort of style. If it's a rebuild, I'll wait for a rebuild. Yeah. But to have an interim manager, you don't have an interim manager. That's that's not something you do. Not, as, like, not as united. Like, come on. like <laughs> Yes, especially, you know, I was never an Ole fan. Mm-hmm. But, like, you gave him the time, and we finished – what, did we finish second last year? Was the last year we finished second? Um, yeah, like it was, at least it was definitely in the out. top like, four, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't – we don't need an interim manager for six months in hopes that he'll turn around and then he keeps the job. And what? No, like, he's uh, – Ralph Raniak, he's, he's, he's a backroom staff guy. He's, he's – mm-hmm. and, and that's that's where he needs to be. You've seen it, whether it's him or whether it's the culture of the club, it's not working. And yeah, yeah. Definitely. so everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. I love it. Cause I, cause I didn't even, at least for Chelsea, it's like, I don't know. I, I fall in love with the players at my team for sure. Like, and most of them I'm like, okay, they don't need to leave, but there's just certain things that they shouldn't do. And Tuchel's done a lot of chopping and changing. And I can't blame him because he's kind of had to do it because of some injuries. But, like, certain players, like Ruben Loftus-Cheek, I don't like him in the midfield. Like, when he was playing right wing, when he was playing right wing back, he looked excellent because he just had more cover as, like, a center back behind him. And he just looked more comfortable. What is happening? Somebody's hacking into my shit. Lately, somebody's hacking my shit. Why is this only happening when I'm recording? You have Jorginho, you have Conte, Kovacic, yeah. Saul. Yeah. Like, you have so many yeah. options Saul for him I to, was it three three weeks in a row now to pick uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek? 